shave was. He lowered his hands again, and they felt the slithery stuff, and he saw that it was a sort of blanket. At the same instant, he realized that during his reflections, the darkness had gone away. He frowned. Had it ever been there at all? Immediately, he knew it had not. Immediately, he knew the sky had never been either. It's a ceiling, he thought, scowling, and a damned scabby ceiling at that. And those stars were phonies, too. Just fugitives of sunstreaks, sneaking in through the tears in an exhausted window shade. Somewhere a voice was bellowing when Irish eyes are smiling. There was also sloshing water. And that smell was fish all right. Fish frying in lard. He swallowed the sour sweet taste, and he realized that the taste was also an odor and that both were in chemical combination in the air he was breathing. No wonder he felt like heaving. The air was aged, like cheese. Like cheese with socks on, he thought, grinning. Where am I? He was sitting up on a bed of fancy iron, which had once been painted white, but now was suffering from a sort of eczema, facing a slash of undecided glass. The room was comically small, with banana-colored walls. And, he thought, grinning again, the bananas peeling. That's three times I've laughed, he thought. I must have a sense of humor. But where the hell am I? There was a grand oval-backed chair with carving and a mumpy green horsehair seat, an X of wire holding its elegant legs together, a man with long hair who looked as if he were dying stared at him from a tilted calendar on the wall, and the back of the door poked a chipped china clothes hook at him like a finger, a finger in a mystery. But what was the answer? Nothing was on the hook, nothing was on the chair, and the man in the picture looked as familiar as the voice which had said it wasn't a ship. Only both remained just out of reach. The man on the bed with his big knees sticking up was a dirty bum. That's what he was, a dirty bum with a beat-up face who hadn't even bothered to take his dirty clothes off, the dirty bum. He sat there wrapped in his own dirt as if he liked it. And this was a pain. Because I'm the man on the bed, and how can I be the man on the bed when I never saw the dirty bum before? It was a sticker. It was a sticker when you not only didn't know where you were, but who you were either. He laughed again. I'll flop back on this alleged mattress and go to sleep, he thought. That's what I'll do. And the next thing Howard knew, he was a ship again under a covering of stars. When Howard awoke for the second time, it was all different. No gradual being born again, no ship fantasy or any of that nonsense. But an opening of the eyes, a recognition of the foul room, of the Christ on the calendar, of the broken mirror, and he was out of the functional bed in a bound and glaring at his remembered image. Nearly everything flashed back in place in his head. Who he was, where he came from, 
even why he had come to New York. He remembered catching the Atlantic Stator at Slocum. He remembered trudging up the ramp from the smelter of Track 24 into the oven of Grand Central Station. He remembered phoning the Terrazzi galleries and asking what time the doors opened for the Derrens exhibition. And the annoyed European voice saying in his ear, The exhibition of Meinheer Derrens expired as of yesterday. And he remembered opening his eyes in this garbage can. But between the voice and the room hung a black mist. Howard got the shakes. He knew he was going to get them before he got them but he didn't know they were going to be so bad. He tried to control himself, but muscle tightening only made them worse. He went to the door with the chipped china hook. I can't have slept very long this last time.